Hey y'all, listen, it's time we stop playing it small, but it's also time for real conversations like the ones we used to have until 3 a.m. with our besties in the Taco Bell parking lot collide with the real people full of perspective on topics that are, well, maybe uncomfortable, but the ones that make it preach to those who need it. So come on, come have a seat with me. After all, I'm still the same OG. What's up, everybody? I am back. Back at the table, and it is going to be a conversation that is so good. At least it's good to me. It's a conversation I've been having over the last two weeks, and a lot of life has been happening. And man, this one is one of those that is... Whew, it's good. So, I'm just going to jump in because I really don't know if I can handle what I have heard over the last week. But if I'm honest, I know that I said that I was going to be doing the entire month of June to celebrate some amazing fathers. And I want to be honest there's episodes that needed to be recorded um and a lot of life happened and I give honor where honor is due and so when the time is right the conversation that needed to happen will happen And I promise you, we will circle back to these two amazing men that I haven't had the privilege of recording yet because life is happening. And so to protect their peace and their respect, I had to hop on here and give y'all something that has been eating at my heart um it was gonna be a conversation anyway I was gonna bring it to the round table to the family but this conversation is actually more timely so I'm just curious do you know what an appraisal is do you know what an opinion is I'm just gonna assume that you don't and I want to drop these definitions to you real quickly An appraisal, a written document that shows an opinion of how much a property is worth and that it's at the best price for the home you are buying. Opinion, a view or judgment formed about something, someone, someplace with no known facts or knowledge. Welcome to the round table, y'all. Let's have a conversation about appraisals and opinions. Not about home buying, but about the worth that you possess and the people that you allow to sit at your table if they know what they're worth. Because them knowing what they're worth and sitting at your table is important. It's important for you. Because... In the industry of home buying, professional estimates are done before you buy a house and before 
the mortgage is set. The reason being is because they really want to protect their investments, right? Um, and what's crazy is as you as the buyer thinking that you're doing the greatest thing by getting an appraisal, you're not protecting you. You're actually protecting the lender of the home. How crazy is that, right? But if you were to think about it like this, if you were to walk up to your grandma's house and your grandma tells you that she's leaving you this house after she passes away, granny has now gone on to glory with Jesus and here you are trying to go get your house, right? Well, you really don't want the house. It's old, it's outdated. And so before you put it on the market, you need to know how much you can sell said house for. A good real estate agent will tell you, let's go look at the comps in the area. Meaning, let's go see how much the other houses in the area of Granny's house is worth. Let's just say, you know, Miss Jerry down the street, her house is worth half a million dollars. Keisha across the street, her house is worth $750,000. Pookie and Ray Ray and them who live to the left of Grandma, well, their house is only worth $250,000. Something's wrong with Pookie and Ray Ray's house. And so what your appraiser should do is take the highest two comps, average them, and find the middle ground that with the remodel, the retouches of whatever it is you're going to be doing for your home, that you're trying to sell gets the best bang for your buck now this is where the going gets good the going gets good because the professionals give estimates of the value of the property for sale and if you're not careful you will allow people in your life to come and sit at your table who feel like they are worth absolutely nothing. Zilch. Nada. And they'll come and sit and feast and sit and feast and sit and feast and getting fat off of all of your hard work. And so here's what I came to ask you guys tonight. Or today, whatever time it is that you're listening to this. When was the last time that you presented the untarnished truth to the people at your table, but allowed them to know that they were worthy, even if you pushed them to stand on their tippy toes? Because see, here's the truth. If we stopped putting the value of a dollar before the necessities of the trust and the people that we set at the table. And if we stopped undermining their integrity and assume that the little things are invisible, everyone would see what their character is like. Because you can hide from yourself, but you never fool the people that sit at your table. And it's crazy because like the trust that you have in the people that sit at your table should be the most important asset that you ever own. And it should be the best asset rather than a liability. 
because if they're an asset, that means that when they come and sit at your table, they are bringing everything that is beneficial, that will increase you, that will build you, that will allow you to grow. They're willing to take on everything that the table owns. Consider it their own and they treat it like it's their baby. And so if we have been honest with ourselves, are we really allowing people who hold opinions about what we're doing to come sit at our table rather than people who have been appraised correctly? And I'm not saying that you can't have people whose value is less than yours at the table because that part's necessary too. But if their appraisal is the bare minimum and you're a high caliber person, the people that you're trying to go sit and dine with for you to continue growing don't even want you at your at their table because they're looking at the lowest value of your table, not the highest. And it's funny because <laughs> by the time I record this, I'll be through it all. So I had been dealing with a headache. <laughs> and if you know anything about, I'll say spiritual warfare or just being in tune with the people that are at your table that you do life with. There are certain things that when life is happening to them, because your spirits are connected, because you've been in the secret places together of growth, of developing, of nurturing, of listening, um, of being real and authentic with one another, it is easy for you to be like, you know what? Somebody ain't right. Somebody's dealing with something I want to talk about because they just want to figure it out on their own. Or, man, who is fighting a war that needs help? Why didn't they ask for help? So I had had this headache for almost a week. <laughs> and finally, I got tired of just trying to deal with it. So I reached out to the people at one of the tables. And I said, who... <laughs> And I'm laughing about it now because a lot of these people are new in my life. And they're just like, well, this chick is crazy. But I'm not crazy. I just know exactly how I build my tables. And I know exactly when something is not centered correctly on the table. And I know exactly how to feel when I don't feel right. And so I sent out a group text message because we have a group thread because we cut up and act funny and we're silly. And I said, who's heavy? <laughs> who's fighting a war that they don't want to talk about? Who's dealing with something that they just really wish someone would stop and say, I see you, I feel you, what's going on? Because they don't want to add anything extra to anyone else out of respect. If that is you, could you please message me? Because I have had a headache for the last seven days and I would really, really like to sleep tonight. And you guys, it threw everything off. Everything off. Like, I didn't want to go work out. My appetite was out of the whack. It's just a hot mess. So I started having conversations with the people at my table. 
And I called him and I was just honest. I was like, listen, what the hell are you going through? <laughs> what is it that you're fighting? What is it that you're battling? Because I need you to tell me. Because what I'm not going to do is chase you down like you're a child and ask you for something and you give me an answer based upon the opinion that you assume I want to hear. Give me the truth. Give me the facts. Rip up the carpet and let me see the wound. Because then I can appraise it, the situation accurately, right? So I had oof, multiple conversations. I had multiple conversations. I had multiple conversations. And I had multiple conversations. Until one conversation rocked my world. And it wasn't until I had this conversation that I understood, huh, you're the person I've been looking for. <laughs> and this person doesn't, will never think that it was them. Because it, it was a genuine conversation. And it was honest and it was transparent. But I knew that before I had the conversation with this person, for the third time, that they were the person that I needed to talk to, that I needed to dig and dig and dig, right? But I wasn't looking for an opinion. I had already appraised this person. I appraised this person before they sat at my table. I appraised this person so well that they didn't know that they were honestly being appraised prior to coming to my table. And here's a cool part. When you're a leader, if you're careful and you're strategic and you're honest and you are a high caliber person, your leadership amounts should always be wanting more for everyone at your table doing life with you. You should always be wanting more for them. And you should be wanting more for them because the moment that you decide that you want more for them, their appraisal value increases because they now value their worth more because they realize that you're willing to put in the work to make sure that they are more. But here's a question I have for you. If every time you have to go to your table... And you have to reevaluate the appraisals that you once set. What does that really say about you? Because what it should say is that you're growing. Because when you realize that you have hit a plateau, that makes you go back and appraise everything at your table. Because again, the appraisal is to guarantee the owner of the property. That it is worth the values that has been put in it. But the opinions of anything could be very flawed and could be very jaded. Because there's no facts. There's no knowledge. It is a pure judgment of the views of where that person's perspective is. So is the perspective of who you're supposed to be based upon the opinion of the people that you have at your table? 
or based upon the worth that you possess. Because in return, if you know what your worth is, everyone at your table will acknowledge and honor the stories that your people share with one another, with sharing their heart, with sharing their stories because at the end of the day they want to be seen and they want to know that they are so worthy but if you're not worthy and if you're not honest and if you don't know what it is that you actually possess how the heck are they supposed to know that you're supposed to be an appraisal rather than an opinion like you have to know that when you bring people to your table and you've appraised them and you have solidified and edified the worth that you see in them with a genuine heart you you're creating the value of your table and if you're creating the value of your table building a new one should not be hard and i got this question from one of you and this is really half the reason why i'm i feel like this conversation needs to be had because I got a question from someone and it the question was, you were really making me like you would say, stand on my tippy toes. I just want to know how the heck am I supposed to go build a table when I don't know where to start? And so I want to tell you the first way that you start building your table is what's the value of the table? And what that should resonate and say back to you in English is, do you know your worth? Do you know what you are worth? Have you really looked in the mirror lately and told you what you are worth? And if you have, have you been honest with the people that you do life with? And I don't mean like you do life with on Sundays and Wednesdays or on a family vacation. I mean the people that when you wake up in the morning, you text them. When you go to bed at night, you text them. Throughout the middle of your day, you're sending them a random text message that's funny because they get it. Those are the people that you're doing life with. But if everything is a funny TikTok, if everything is a funny Instagram reel, if everything is about every party, the next drink, the next smoke, the next girl you're going to smash, the next boy you're going to date. That's elementary. That's high school. I'm talking about the people who are willing to tell you that you shouldn't do something. I'm talking about the people that tell you it's too soon. The people who tell you... <laughs> Oh, man. I can't believe I'm saying this. Uh, sorry, I had a moment, y'all. The people who tell you that the truth hurts. The people who are willing to tell you that they didn't come to be your yes man or to kiss your butt. But they did come to tell you the truth and to be honest and to love every aspect of who you are because they value you. They value your safety. They want to protect you. 
They want to love you. They want to be real with you. They want to be vulnerable with you. They want to also make you stand on your tippy toes because you have made them stand on theirs just to sit at your table. Those people are the people that you go and appraise. And then you take the appraisal to the bank. What's the bank? The bank is at the table that you've already built. Because, see, there are some people that will sit at tables with you forever that actually deserve to be there forever. Because no matter what you do, where you go, how you grow, they know I'm here for the long haul. So if she's pivoting, I'm pivoting. If he's pivoting, I'm pivoting. If he says jump high, I'm asking how high can we go further. If he's telling us we got to get down low, I'm telling him, I'm telling them that we're not low enough. Those are the people that have earned public mm, they have earned public recognition even if they have always wanted to remain private and there will come a day that those private people have to be publicly recognized and when they do they'll understand where honor and worth has come from because they have valued and appraised you at every level. They have valued and appraised you at every setback. They have valued and appraised you at every shortcoming. And what you should be able to recognize with those people is that they took every opinion thrown at your name that was supposed to come and slander you and they threw it back in their faces they took the beating they took the lashes they were willing to let their head hang low so yours could stay high and so when you build tables you don't go find people who have opinions because opinions will tear you down opinions will not justify your truth Opinions are one-sided. Opinions aren't facts. Opinions aren't knowledgeable. And overall, opinions don't really tell the whole story. And within that telling of the story, you have to be sure that every time you add someone to your table... That the currency of your table should be raising, not decreasing. And if it is decreasing, you need to go back in and reevaluate whose time is up. Because there does come a time where some people's time is just up. And if their time is up, it doesn't mean that you have to no longer do life with them. It's just a matter of how, when, and where you do life with them now. And so, after the week that I have had, <laughs> I've had multiple, multiple conversations. And I have enjoyed every single one of them. 
And in some ways, I had to go and reestablish a different part of my table. I needed to move some people around, if you will. I needed to adjust some seating arrangements. I needed to position other people in better spaces than they were once in. I needed to let some people who have had private seats understand that they're now a public seat. I needed to um, let some people know that, hey, you can still sit at my table, but you, you don't need to be at every seating. It's okay if you don't come to everything. And then there are some people that I'm like, I need you to be at everything, every moment, every single time I swing open the table. I need you to be the first person in your seat. I want you to be sitting tall so you can see the people that come and sit with us. So you can monitor what's being said and not being said that you can achieve what it is you're coming to achieve (laughs) because realistically when the people that sit at your table have access to the document of every appraisal. It is safe to know that if they have access, they know exactly where they're supposed to be growing. They know exactly how they're supposed to grow. And they know exactly where they should be growing. And if they don't, pour them a glass of water Tell them to drink up. Learn to stay hydrated. And I mean, realistically, if they are so dehydrated, tell them to lick the bottle. And when they do, give them permission to come sit back at the table. Take out a notepad and a pencil. Tell them to dig deep. Go as deep as they can muster because they have lessons to learn. Because their value is not based upon what they can deliver to the table. Their value is based upon what they already possess within themselves. And so I hope that this makes so much sense. And I hope that by the time next week comes, that I can give to you what I believe would make perfect sense for this episode. And I'm just going to be honest with you. It is with one of hopefully two of my favorite people and it's talking about how currency is truly people and if you can understand people 
you'll understand why currency is important. But if you can understand why currency is important, you'll understand why the opinions are only devaluing the appraisals of many men that you have allowed to come and sit at your table. That you didn't think were worthy enough to stay there only because they came prematurely. And so I'm challenging you to put your money where your mouth is. I'm challenging you to go ask the people that have said they're all in. Make them stand on their tippy toes. Take a full appraisal of who they are. Are they those type of ride or die people for you? Will they meet you in the middle? If you send out an SOS telling them that you need them, will they come to your rescue? If you say, hey, I need to make a quick trip out of town, do you have my back? Do they really have your back? Do they celebrate your wins? Are you there to pick up their children? Are you there to hold their hand when life is beating them down? Are you praying for their marriages? Are you inviting them over for family dinners? Do you do life with them? I don't think that y'all are really ready to have this conversation about how you really build your table. But y'all keep asking. And so here is what I have decided to do. (laughs) I have decided that the next family conversation will be based upon that because see we all build our tables different but you do have to build a table and so you need to be deciding what kind of table do I want do I want a table that's fun energetic but not thriving in the sense of business maturity love affection I don't know what kind of table you want I have several tables but those tables have been set separately for a reason I know my worth and I built my tables based upon every aspect of my life so when I'm in a certain situation I'm not harassing people who don't understand that situation I'm going to the table that those people at that table have been in the mud of that season they have come out clean and now they're helping people recover from whatever it is That's how I build my tables. They're by category. They're by ideas and dreams. They're by the love and affection. They're by family. And those things matter. And so if you don't know how to build a table, go over to Have a Seat podcast on Instagram. And I want you to drop down some real questions that you have about building a table. Because I'm going to take them back to the table. and We're going to chat. We're going to get... Y'all the help that y'all need so you too can find the appraisals of the people that you need in your circle rather than the opinions of broke, disgusted people who don't want nothing better in life. Because here's what I know for sure. It don't matter where you are in this world. If growing isn't it and you've been handed a magic carpet ride... Because the people in your life are always willing to go the extra mile or going to excel. Baby, move out of my way because I'm trying to have your spot. Period. 
I'm wanting to grow. And if the people that I'm doing life with aren't wanting to grow, then they can be gone. Because you're never, never, you're never in a place where you're done growing. Always be willing to learn something new. Always be willing to go stand on your tippy toes in different arenas of people with higher calibers in you because your appraisal rate should be rising every time your feet hit the ground. But what do I know? I'm just a girl talking about what I'm talking about. I love y'all. And I really do hope that you will start today with looking in the mirror. Asking the person that you see in the mirror before makeup, contacts. Well, put your contacts in. I need you to at least be able to see yourself. But for you to look yourself in the face and say, what are you worth? Are you worth the opinions of men? Or are you worth the appraisal of of everything you know that you're capable of? I hope you choose the right one. Wow. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time to accept my invitation to come into my home to come and have a seat with me but to allow yourself to actually be vulnerable enough to ask the hard questions to enjoy the journey listen I will always make this space a space where you can be free where you can be who you are but where you know that no matter what when you get up from the table and walk back out my door That the next time you feel like you just need a space, that you can always come back and have a seat with me. So until next time, do me a favor. Go grab your best friend and tell them, hey girl, listen. I just found the new place that we can go and have those conversations. The ones that we sat around in the Taco Bell at 3 a.m. having but a place where someone else just gets it. They're willing to get in the trenches with us. They're willing to cry, wipe our tears, laugh really loud, but get uncomfortable with having the hard conversations. But more than anything, please know, you can always come knock on my door because I'll always have a seat ready for you.